hello and welcome to this week's Grazia Life Advice podcast. It's brilliant as always to have you with us. This week's six life tips come from the creator of one of the UK's biggest breakout TV shows of recent years. Hello, I am Daisy Haggard and I am a uh, an actor, writer, show creator. <laughs> and I am this week's guest on the Grazia Life Advice podcast. Daisy Haggard's show Back to Life is a black comedy drama about a woman returning to her small community after completing an 18-year prison sentence. It started on BBC Three in 2019 and has become a huge hit with audiences and critics here and in the United States. And I'm glad to say it's recently returned for a second series. This season we just kind of, we just sort of ran, ran with it a bit more. I mean, I'm really dying to know what people think of it. It was definitely a bit bolder, a bit darker or a bit sillier. A bit more of everything. <laughs> yeah. Coming up, Daisy has some brilliant life tips, including some from her dad, who sounds a bit intimidating, if I'm honest. It's just this thing that he says where he goes, hold your nerve. <laughs> and he says it like that. So whenever I'm in a situation where I'm feeling a bit like worried or flustered or I've sort of stood up for myself or something, I kind of and I'm going, oh, God, please, oh, no, I just say him go, hold your nerve <laughs> like that and later the importance of not trying to pretend to be something you're really not I just gave up and just accepted who I was I think I'm not that beautiful you know slightly kind of aloof woman sitting at the bar I'm hi <laughs> I got big features I fall over a lot and I just have to be myself and not worry about being cool this one was a real joy Daisy is so talented let's get into the chat Hi Daisy, how are you today? Hi, I'm very good, how are you? Good, good. I'm so excited to speak to you because when Back to Life started, it was just one of my favourite shows I'd seen in absolutely ages. Aww. I'm so happy it's back for a second series, so it's it's on now if people want to watch it. And if somebody is absolutely mad and hasn't seen it before, can you just explain <laughs> what Back to Life is? Because it's a bit difficult. First of all, they can catch up on it. Exactly. <laughs> but also, yeah, no, it is a bit of a funny one, isn't it? It's um, a show about a uh, a woman called Mary Madison who's returning home after 18 years uh, away uh, to the small town that where she did something terrible a long time ago. And she has basically been in prison and she's coming home trying to start her life again, you know, late 30s, living with her parents, no credentials, nothing to show for herself apart from this sort of dark past. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a comedy. <laughs> it is a comedy. And, you know, like, I feel like a lot of things now, everyone says, oh, it's a black comedy. It's a black... Co-. This is a black comedy. You know, you have really kind of... Yeah. Really some difficult and horrible things that have happened, but then genuinely, sometimes you're absolutely wetting yourself laughing. Well, that's that was our goal, so that yeah. makes me very happy. Yeah, I, I sort of believe that life can be everything, and mm-hmm. you know, I don't think you should have to choose. And I, you know, I, I love watching things that make me laugh and they make me feel really emotional. You know, I, I love that combination of, I just sort of love it when things kind of fluidly move between between tones, really, because that is what happens in life. Yeah. You know, you have a very sort of sort of something terrible can happen, and you'll find, and and then somebody, you know, it can be at a deathbed, and then someone else will fart, and then you laugh. You know, like the yeah. truth is, they don't, they shouldn't rule each other out. You know, yeah. So we wanted to write a show that sort of did that. Yeah, and you say, you know, you wanted to write it. This, you are kind of the showrunner on this, aren't you? Everything yeah, is. I love that word. You're it's the American. star. Yeah, you're the star <laughs> and the writer and everything. I mean, do you love having that much control over a show? It's great. Well, I love that. Uh, yeah, I love the fact that you know I spent my whole life wanting to write a show, you know, and have it made. And I really have tried, and I really have 
it really has, you know, definitely didn't think it was going to happen. Um, and, you know, I was pushing a buggy round about six years ago thinking, well, that really is, that really is it now. Because uh, I, I don't have, I can't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> and so the fact that it's, you know, it happened and, you know, and when you're 40 rather than, you know, when you're 20, I've, it's made me really appreciate it and, and value it and also think, well, tomorrow I might be back working on a gym reception. So, you know, make the most of it. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. There's so series one, obviously, it was one of these BBC three shows that just then blew up. So, you know, it was huge in America also. You had international Emmy nominations. And for the second series, you've got even more stars on board, haven't you? You've got some great people. Yeah, we've got we've got Mira Sayal, we've got Adrian Edmondson. I mean it's really, yeah, really exciting. And um and uh and yeah, no, this season we just kind of we just sort of ran, ran with it a bit more. Mm. I and mean, I'm really dying to know what people think of it. It was definitely a bit bolder, a bit darker, okay. or a bit sillier. A bit more of everything. Yeah. <laughs> we went, let's just go for it, you know. Um, yeah. So it's a bit like a crazy ride, I think. Um, yeah, we didn't want to make Miri's life any easier or and we didn't want to make her look any better. So she's crimped her full head of hair and still uh-huh. has a short fringe and is being put through the ringer. I've seen the crimping. It's excellent. <laughs> and I love and I think it's just so clever, the idea, because you get to explore so much, but also then tap into that constant like 90s nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. She's well, still I, living in that world. Exactly. I love the fact that she was badly in love with Jamie Oliver and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, that was making me giggle. Those sort of crushes, those hard crushes yeah. you have when you're young. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I, I really enjoy all that stuff. That makes me giggle. The so Tamagotchi when, type thing. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, sorry, the, the cyber pet. Cyber pet, yeah, of yeah. course. Um, and when you um, originally thought of the idea, when it came to you and you think, okay, I'm going to try and put this down, did you think it would be a big success or did you think it might be a bit of a, a sleeper thing? What did you think it was going to be like? I sort of don't think I thought about that. I thought about what I wanted to write and mm. create and what I wanted to watch. And I thought about how how I wanted something to look. There was lots of things that kind of came into it, but um, which is, you know, what do I love watching? And I think I just watched the pilot of Transparent at the time and I was like, yeah. that's beautiful. It's so real. It's really funny. And, you know, and I thought, you know, there were, so there were lots of things like I wanted it to look like an indie film and to be, how could something be very real, feel very real, but then also be quite extreme and be touching. And there was all that, but then you don't really think about what people will think until the dreaded moment it comes out. And then you're like, oh no, there's a yeah. whole other element, <laughs> which is opinion. Yeah. And so you're just terrified. You know, I'm very wimpy. I just get really nervous and cross my fingers. But you can only do, you can only tell your you know the story that you want to tell. And I think if you think about that too much when you're writing, mm-hmm. you you would probably not you know you just have to trust yourself. I think at some point, and yeah. go for it and hope for the, cross your fingers and hope for the best. Absolutely. So series one you can still watch. Series two is on now, yeah. and uh, that's all available. I think BBC iPlayer. But I hope you don't mind. I'd also like to shout out Breeders, which you had the oh, second yeah. series of coming out. Early this year, me and my husband love that show. Oh. <laughs> so that's all still I think you can watch as well. And that has a similar thing in that it's like the dark side of parenting. But, you know, also funny, but quite quite dramatic as well, especially in the most recent series. How did you yeah. find that? Well, I love I love doing Breeders. I get to work with, you know, amazing people and I don't have to worry about writing it. They no. write me brilliant lines. Way cleverer than I could write. <laughs> it's like, oh, great, bring it on. So, um, I, yeah, no, and, I, and I love the tone of the show too. That's what sort of drew me to it really was the sort of the other side of parenting because I felt like that actually hadn't quite been tapped into in that way. Mm. So, um, so, yeah, I just love, I love doing it. It's a really happy job. 
Yeah, so once only once you've finished both series of Back to Life, you should go and check that out if you haven't. <laughs> yeah, you've got your do a Back to Life homework first. First, please, <laughs> come on. Okay, so I would love to move into your pieces of advice and they've already made me laugh, so let's start. The first one you have written is create the circumstances in which you can shine without being an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> so can you explain? So my dad... Um, uh, I remember, he, so my dad has two bits of advice. If I'm allowed to cross over them, they are yeah. these are the two. Mm-hmm. He says, so that was one of the, I remember him once saying to me, because I was sort of going, oh, I t- how do I write or how do I do the thing? He said, create the circumstances in which you can shine. Now, I've added the without being an asshole bit because right. I think that could be taken out of context and then someone could say, I need... 75 puppies and a room full of um, oh, lovely. Uh, flowers yeah. <laughs> to shine and then they're an asshole, right? So my, what I think that means is if, you, if you're trying to create or do something or make something, um, uh, you know, or be in something, what do you need to be good? Don't be afraid to say, oh, I'm really sorry. I think I need to rehearse this or I need to, you know, do the little things that you need to do to be good and don't, and without being difficult or horrible, just don't be afraid to give yourself the space around what you're doing and give yourself what you need so that you can make the thing you want to make work. Does that mm. make any sense? <laughs> no, it really makes sense. But I think, I mean, the first it can thing... can be that, tiny things. Yeah. I was going to say, the first thing that occurs to me, I guess, is, right, you know, if you're the head of the show, that's great, you can say that. If you're yeah. bottom of the rung, have you had to kind of no, find because I think that? No, because it's not about, like, you know, like I think it's, like, for me as an actor in the mm. be- at the beginning that struck in, it was like, what do I need? Okay, yeah. I need to really know my lines a week before so I need to ask for the script a bit early like if I'm doing okay. an audition I can't be just handed it because I'm I, I struggle to sight read or whatever it is yeah. so it's just so it's so it, it, it applies to everybody um uh or what it what is the little thing that you need to do that you can make something work and it's not about being a diva remotely right. it's literally just about saying oh actually uh I think I need to I need to if I want to be able to do that bit right I need to do that little thing for myself um yeah. so as but much then being- I yeah. Sorry. So it's as much being as aware of what you need as well. Aware of what you need sure and figuring it. it out. But then, obviously, later on now, I I can go. Oh, you know, I think I, like I've written the show, so I'm a bit. I uh, and I'm sort of execing it, and I'm you know the showrunner. So I can also be like, hey guys, can you not give me too many marks on the floor because I'm really bad, and I'll just yeah. I'll just be like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be staring at the floor, looking anxious. Or can you not give me too many notes straight away because I need to basically make loads of mistakes, and then I'm then I'm okay, um, and then I find it. But obviously, at the beginning, I didn't start saying that, but I I, I used that bit of advice whether with my writing whether it was I need to go away for five hours and sit on my own in a dark room or whatever it is it's just finding the finding your space without being yeah not being a not being a a dick (laughs) yeah I like that it's got a two-part message yeah that was my one because I thought someone could take that out of context and go it could sound wrong but what it means is actually something quite small yeah. And it must be hard, I think, in the acting world not to become a diva and you must experience them. And is it always something that you try to very much avoid? I haven't really met so many, actually. Okay. I am. I mean, I, I normally want to just be the one doing rounds of tea for people because I find yeah. it quite embarrassing if someone even brings me a cup of tea. Um, but I haven't met many divas. I'm a disappointing lack of divas in my maybe it's the kind of work I've been doing I haven't really been you know but I'm always the one going anyone want a cup of tea yeah <laughs> I'm gonna go I'm just going down Cafe Nero I don't want to go get everyone a round of coffees so I I don't see that that much um but you know sometimes you work with someone who's you know you have experience with people who are quite difficult and mm-hmm. that's where that bit of advice could be taken out of context and you're like oh no I don't mean like that 
yeah. <laughs> I just mean do something privately for yourself to help you be good and don't be afraid to do that. Yeah, I think that's great. And it's about preparation, but knowing what preparation you need, right? Yeah, not, figure not... that out. Well, yeah. I can't learn lines for auditions. So, I mean, I like, you know, I, this is my, I'm never going to work again after this. But mm. like if I'm doing a self-tape, for, so for me, if someone gave me a script two days before, if I tried to learn that script and then do a self-tape, it would be awful. So mm. I've now figured out that if I stick it up on the wall and read it and I just do it a few times, I'll be way better. And that's, that's how I've got a few jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if I've actually tried to learn it and then remember it and then I got myself in a real tiz it, all in 24 hours, it's a disaster. Yeah, and it's so it's about being, you know, your personal self as well and knowing yourself. So, yeah, absolutely. And yeah. um, you said your dad gave you two pieces of advice. What was the, the second one? The other one is, um, well, it's just this thing that he says where he goes, hold your nerve. <laughs> and he says it like that. So whenever I'm in a situation where I'm feeling a bit like worried or flustered or I've sort of stood up for myself or something, I kind of, and I'm going, oh, God, please, oh, no. I just say him go, hold your nerve. <laughs> like that it's quite it's quite a strong uh but but yeah but it that's just a really nice thing to carry with you in a moment where you suddenly feel really anxious or worried I just hear this sort of very fierce voice (laughs) Daisy don't don't (laughs) come on (laughs) did you is that something you had to tell you a lot when you were younger is it someone something you've always needed to know I think it's something that you know those moments where you suddenly lose confidence or you're feeling or you suddenly go, oh, do you think it's okay if I, I... My instinct said, normally it would be if I have an instinct to not do something or to, you know, and then you panic that you've, that you're wrong. And he'd always be like, you know, nope, hold your nerve. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that sort of carried me through. That's so nice. Do you, do you take a lot of advice from your dad or just those two pieces and then ignore him just the rest those. of the time? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I ignore him when it comes to loading the dishwasher, which is yeah. something he's big on. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell us what the difference is between you two and the dishwasher? Is it to do with cutlery well, or? Yeah, I mean that's a lot of lot of that got into back to life. Really, yeah. that's he is sort of like you know his eco warrior, which is amazing by the way. Like a, he's a, he's brilliant, but um, but he does over rinse his plates. He rinses <laughs> the plates, and I and I and I constantly say I think you've used up all the energy you needed to use up with the rinse. If you rinse for one second more, they would be clean and then they wouldn't have to go in the dishwasher. And he does not, he shuts down if I say that. I love that. that. I love that bit because it really, I had the same argument with my parents so many times and it was that real evocative like teenage fight that you have with your parents where you're like, the ketchup washes off in the dishwasher. Yeah. I mean, it's a real thing. Yeah, it's a real real issue. But (laughs) Lots of people will be going through this now, you know, Lots of people are living with their parents and being told how to load a dishwasher. Yeah. He's holding his nerve, though, over the Yeah, dishwasher, he's so. holding his nerve. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you tell me what your third piece of advice is, please? Um, it's don't drink and fake tan. Okay. Um, uh, I think that's my third piece of advice, yeah, which is something I, um, uh, I do, I've done. <laughs> right. And uh, I sort of think, oh, I've had a couple of glasses of wine and then I put it on and then I wake up and go, ah! So I just don't think anyone should do that. I just no. don't think you should do that. Do you fake tan though? You don't think anyone should fake tan full stop or just No, I drinking? love fake tanning. I think it's great. I mean, I don't think oh, everyone should drink terrible. either, by the way. Don't drink, yeah. but of course, you know, that's not something. But I I quite like a glass of wine and I just need to learn the order of, of w- in which to do these two things. And I love a bit of fake tan. I love a bit of fake tan. It's great. But I just need to not do it after I've had a big glass of wine. Because no. I always wake up with an orange halo or something. It just doesn't work. 
<laughs> yeah, you have to go to some quite big events now, I imagine. Have you ever had to change your dress at the last minute to cover up some... Uh... I did do a terrible job on my legs once because I thought, oh, I'll just do my legs. Never do your legs. I mean, I don't, I don't, yeah. I just do a bit on my face normally now, but I think I, I think the wine gave me the confidence to do my legs and then it was awful, yeah. I don't actually go, I, do, I, I, I just had to had to hide my legs for a very long time and I planned to show them. So it was very disappointing. (laughs) So I don't do that now. (laughs) I think don't drink and fake tan is great advice and something we can all take on board. (laughs) Don't drink and drive either, obviously. No, don't drink and do lots of things. (laughs) Don't drink and do loads of things. And also just don't drink. (laughs) If you don't want to drink, don't drink. Mm, Don't drink and dance. I think that one's okay. (laughs) That's about it. I like dancing. Yeah, (laughs) We'll be back with more from Daisy after this. I'm still here with Daisy. Can you please share your fourth piece of advice? It is if you do choose to partner up, mm-hmm. um, which you also don't need to do. It's great <laughs> to be on your own. But if you do, then pick someone who is kind and who makes you laugh. I think mm-hmm. that that is honestly, that's the thing. I, I sort of it took me a while to get there with that one. Um, <laughs> Because life throws lots of stuff at you and you want to giggle. Mm. You want to have some fun and you want to be able to find the, find the funny in the, in the dramas that, that are thrown your way. And then the kindness thing is really important because, goodness me, it's just, it's just everything. Um, mm. And so I think those two together are like the most important things. In fact, you know, even as a parent with uh, girls, I sort of, you know, people are like, you know, how are they doing at school? And I'm like, well, I really only really care. Are they like, are they kind? And are they happy? You know, like, are, they, yeah. are they, you know, are they okay? I don't really know how their reading is, but I really hope, <laughs> I hope they're not punching anyone in the face. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that that's my life advice for partnerships. No, I love that. And I think the way you've said it at the beginning makes me wonder, I presume it was one that you didn't always know. Oh no, gosh, no. I'd go for like really sort of cool you know, um, aloof people who mm. were not very nice or very funny. And I'd be like trying to read in the mystery and I'd be trying to be mysterious. And I'm just not mysterious. I'm just kind of like, I just want to have a nice time. Yeah. And then I finally, you know, finally you go, oh, that's the key. That's so much easier. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you know? Do you think it's something you can only learn once you've experienced it yourself? People will tell you a hundred times, won't they? Like, this isn't what you need and you need to find it your own way don't I you? I think so and I think that you need to go through things don't you you need to you know I definitely you need to have to explore other avenues <laughs> or mm. some people are, are much quicker to to learn aren't they but for me it took me some time to realize that I think there was a thing about you know whether someone was I don't know not always appreciating the really good qualities of people it takes sometimes it takes a bit of time to go oh well, that is actually what everything Mm. um and kindness really is everything and um and laughing is just excellent because you know life will do funny things and so you know when so many things happen and so that if you've got someone by your side who you can have a giggle with I think it really really helps yeah and the kind the laughter I think you can tell quite quickly can't you first date yeah we're clicking this is funny it can take a while for kindness to show can't it it can and it can be surprising it can be so surprising thing no totally it's just trusting you know it's just kind of it's you get a sense of that later yeah of course it's you know you want to click and you want to laugh and you want to fancy someone but I also think that but yeah overall overall realizing that someone's got a really good heart is definitely a it's definitely everything do you, I don't know how, whether you're going to do, do you watch Love Island? Do you ever dip your I toe have, in? I have dipped my toe into yeah. Love Island. <laughs> this, I mean, I thought it was interesting. Again, they were like dissing men who are too nice, which I think yeah, is different from kind. Style. 
But the, the and they were just so happy when someone gave them an iced coffee. That's yeah, an, so yeah, so grateful for the iced coffee. Yeah, I know. I think that. I think that. Um, yeah, I think. But I think in my like twenties, I would have been like, oh, he's a bit nice, he's a bit, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then now I'm like, how lovely! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a great quality. <laughs> Why was I like really like you know? Oh, he's so he's like being so mean. It's amazing. I mean, what? Yeah, but, you know, I did it. <laughs> yeah, everyone does. Yeah, it, everyone does it, and you kind of you just got to do all that stuff. But yeah, it's really nice when someone's nice. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the iced coffee did my head in every day because I was like, you're just showing these girls that you know that's kindness, and it's, that took them about ten seconds, and then they'd be horrible to them for the rest of the day, wouldn't they? It's, yeah, I gave you a nice coffee. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. I hated it. Yeah. Let's add an addendum and more than iced coffee. Yeah, that doesn't mean that does not mean iced coffee. Yeah. It's a bit of a bigger thing. Yeah. Your fifth piece of advice is just to trust your belly. So yeah. is that something you've always done and why is it important? No, it's not something I've always done. And um and I've eventually again getting to the point where I'm like, oh, it mm. all goes wrong when you don't trust your instinct for me. Like it just does. Whether it's work, whether it's me going, no, I should be doing that thing. Actually, no, because that's a sensible thing. But why is my stomach going, nah? Mm. <laughs> and then, um, and so I've just finally realised that if I don't do that, I'm not very happy. Mm. And if I do do that, I'm happier. Yeah. And it sort of ties into um, the hold your nerve <laughs> yeah. from my dad, actually, which is that, you know, there'll be times where, I sort of go, I need to follow my instinct. But then my head will go, oh, you've done the wrong thing. You've done the wrong thing. And he'll be like, no, hold your nerve. You trusted your instinct, hold your nerve. So I think that that's, um, I think it's important to try and tune in a bit with your with your gut responses. Because yeah. they are quite, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty primal, aren't they? Yeah, I was going to say, because you've used the word belly, you've, you've used the word gut. I mean, it is that visceral sometimes, isn't it? You can f- literally yeah. feel something going like, no, no, don't. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I do think that, you know, that in my life, whether it was relationships or worky things or just anything, and when, when, I, when I haven't listened to it, I've looked back and gone, oh, mm. I knew that. <laughs> mm. And I felt it right here. And I, I chose to ignore it because I was worried about what, you know, something else. Or, and then I regretted it. Yeah. And I, do you also sometimes get that thing where you get the the good feeling, right? Where you're like, oh, oh this yeah. is really burning. You're like, oh, that just feels right. That yeah. just feels right. Yes, exactly. So it's not a negative thing. It's a positive mm. thing. It's exactly, you go, oh, I just want to do that thing. That feels much, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, mm. you get this lovely feeling in your tummy. So listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> listen to your tummy. Listen <laughs> to your tummy. <laughs> um, I just wanted to ask. I mean, obviously, you, you you have children. You mention them sometimes on your social media. Yeah. You, you've done breeders. Sometimes kids' bellies tell them they want you know seven bananas in a row. Or, <laughs> oh my god! You know, it's time to go out to the park. At don't 10. trust don't don't trust your belly until you're of a certain age. Okay, good. I was <laughs> no, my ask. daughter trusted her belly. I mean, it would be a disaster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. <laughs> that would not work. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. There's disclaimers should come with all my advice. It's rubbish, really isn't it? <laughs> no, no. I think what I was getting at is whether you're the kind of parent who's like, yeah, that's obviously what they need no, right now. No. No, I'm like, listen, mate. <laughs> Stop licking the salt. Yeah. It's not good for you. I know you think it's what your belly says you need. My daughter's actually quite often saying my belly's saying. Do they? <laughs> oh, no. So they throw my advice right back in my face. But um, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. 
And I think this clicks in with your earlier dating advice, but your um, sixth piece of good advice is it's not cool to be cool, it's cool to be kind. Yeah, I think that there was, I, I look back at my like early 20s, I think, and I was like, you know, really trying to be sort of, I remember I read that book, what was that book? Um, yeah. What is it where you're the meant game? to like strip back all of your personality and just be, <laughs> just basically be like a an empty vessel and then, then, all, then everyone will fall in love with you, you know. Possibly a Parisian vessel. Is quite <laughs> yeah, often, just this isn't it? other creature. Yeah. And I remember once someone saying, laughing at me and I was sort of, and as I made uh, early 20s, they sort of giggled and they said something like, oh, I mean, you're just so not mysterious. And I was like, because <gasps> I was like so trying to be mysterious. And then I was like, oh, do you know what? eventually I just gave up and just accepted who I was I think and I was like I don't think I am that I'm not that sort of I'm not that beautiful you know slightly kind of aloof woman sitting at a bar I'm hi (laughs) (laughs) I got big features I fall over a lot and I just have to be myself and not worry about being cool um but yeah but (laughs) so yeah the kindness, do you often now kind of, um, lots of people I speak to say that they realise as soon as they just switch the kindness, how it, it serves them. And that makes it sound, you know, not positive. But I mean, it always it works better, doesn't it, to be kind is what I'm I to think say. that, yeah, I think that when you're sort of, um, when you get greedy or negative or, you know, when those things get in, I think that it doesn't, it doesn't breed, it doesn't breed anything good. So I mm. think that, um, yeah, I know I've realised I've said kind quite a lot, haven't I? It sounds like a right sort of preacher but I think that I think that actually like if you it makes you happier if you're Mm. kind and you know if you think about people and you're thoughtful and you you know you put your energy into your friendships into your relationships into like uh you know if somebody drops something on the street go and help them Mm. (laughs) you know the more that you do that's for other people and that sort of is less sort of yeah then the better you'll feel anyway so yes it's deeply selfish (laughs) but yeah no I, I just think that you know uh, yeah treat people how you'd like to be treated really um, mm. and and don't yeah I think I, I probably was preoccupied in my late teens early 20s I was obsessed with being something that I wasn't and being mm. um some kind of cool like aloof person and it just didn't really work out for me but some people do it brilliantly by the way and they should keep doing that because <laughs> <laughs> need... the overwhelming advice is just be yourself right yes because <laughs> there's only you're the only one so you may as well just do that <laughs> yeah and I love that you've mentioned kindness I think it you know you get in a picture of your philosophy and it just breathes into everything doesn't it and you know how you think and you work well it's yeah and when you're working and you're like get the lovely sort of thing of being able to be a bit bit more you know involved in how a set's run mm. you know you think all right okay how can we make this really great for everybody um I want people to come to work on something that I'm in and you know mm. I've got and have a really nice day I'm like let, let's like doesn't have to be Art shouldn't have to be this thing which you, you know, is like tormented and huge suffering. I think you can just have a lovely day and you can go home and maybe put your kids to bed or see your partner or your mate's mates or whatever it is. You should be able to have a life, have a good time and also create work. So I think I I do feel with that, that I want to bring that into sets when I'm, when I, when I'm working and, and on the next one and forevermore, you know, just sort of going, mm. how can we make the hours a bit more friendly and how can we make people have a really happy day so that it's not they don't actually feel like they were at work they feel like they just had they feel almost guilty for for <laughs> yeah no I think that's brilliant I think that's just a perfect example of why you need different people at the top of things don't you you need yeah. people who understand that and who have done you know lived through those experiences and why that's important yeah I think it's just it's, it's like it was lovely on back to life this time we just had so many women 
uh, and good, like good-hearted women just like running this show. Which, of course, you know, the last season had been amazing too with brilliant yeah. people. It wasn't. It was just the first time I realised I turned around and went, "Oh my goodness, oh goodness!" Like everyone, everyone's a woman. <laughs> That's really cool. I hadn't yeah. seen that before. But um, but yeah, it's just nice sort of bringing those things in a bit when you can. I love that. Now, Daisy, I do normally only ask for six pieces of good advice, but you did slip me a seventh that I can't resist. I can, can't you, can you just tell me what it is, please? Oh, it was so silly. I just said, what did I say? I said, uh, don't get, oh, I didn't, <laughs> don't get into a helicopter because they don't, they don't look right. It's yeah. not right. <laughs> I just got, I've got a fear of helicopters. So I slipped that okay. in as though it was advice, but actually it's just my own phobia. Okay, so helicopters. No, did you use to watch funny. ER? Did you watch I did. ER? You yeah. got me straight away. You know why? Yeah. Uh, ER. Yeah. He's scared of he. It happens. He's scared of helicopters, yeah. and then the helicopter comes back to get him. I swear they're not right. <laughs> <laughs> My husband never will never let me live down the time where one was landing quite near us because there was a bit of land, and I apparently ran up and down the house, and he said that my face changed. <laughs> He did an impression of me that I'd never wanted to see again. But apparently I just ran up and down like going, because ah, ah, <laughs> I thought it was going to land on the house. I don't like them. Yeah. It's all of ER's fault. And, and they can get everywhere, I think, as well, can't they? Because they can just land. So you're like, Yeah, but look at them. They're like buzzy bees. That's not right. They shouldn't <laughs> stay up. They shouldn't stay up. And if I got, you know, I, <laughs> if I got offered some amazing part and they were like, there's just one thing. You've got to be in a helicopter. I'd be like, no, guys. Sorry, guys. <laughs> not happening so no mission impossibles on the no, cards for you sorry. i mean i know that i'm the perfect casting for yeah. that because i'm so slick but uh sadly that's not gonna happen okie dokie i'm glad we i'm glad you explored that <laughs> um and we always like to finish on a piece of worst advice you say that yours was people saying to you lose lots of weight and get your teeth done that, yeah that did people say that do people somebody say that? said that to me somebody oh said that to God. me when i left drama school and um and it really like got to me. I was like, oh no, God, do I have to do that? And I can know what they're like, your teeth are just a bit quirky and they'll catch in the light. And that, anyway, I am so glad that I didn't mm. because as it, this all ties in, which is there's only one you, you know, like, and yeah. of course people get their teeth on, they, they look amazing, but I'm glad I didn't for me because actually it turned out my career was, was sort of based on being a bit different you know not mm. based you know so it, it, it was fine but yeah and then I, I yeah I'm just glad I didn't really listen to that I just <laughs> I could quite often our bad piece of advice is really personal things that people have said to people it never fails to amaze me that people yeah. think they can say things to people like I that. know I know and I mean I know I've got big teeth bring them on they're my <laughs> teeth <laughs> I'd like to see someone trying to file these down anyway it would be a nightmare <laughs> I just sort of, you know, and a lot of people, you know, I know many people that have and they look beautiful and, you know, but for me, that was for me, I'm, I'm glad I didn't listen to that because I just sort of slowly went into a journey of going, I'll just, you know, try and be who you are and accept that you're imperfect. It's absolutely fine. Yeah. <laughs> Daisy, you can probably tell by how much I've giggled annoying everybody the whole way through. I've absolutely loved talking to you today. Thank you so much for oh, joining us. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you for having me. What a brilliant chat and a lovely woman, Daisy Haggard there. Look out for Series 2 of Back to Life on BBC One and BBC iPlayer. You can watch Series 1 too. That's it from me. If you've enjoyed this episode, please recommend the show to friends. Word of mouth and recommendations really are the best way to help us reach new audiences. Thank you. Wishing you a lovely week. Until the next Grazia Life Advice. 